Hello and welcome to Spirit Life Applied, episode 26, Just Shine. We're looking today at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 6 through 9. I'm going to read in the New King James and then I'll read it again in the Amplified. It says, Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. In the Amplified, it says, Let no one delude or deceive you with empty excuses and groundless arguments for these sins. For through these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of rebellion and disobedience. Do not associate or be sharers with them. For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Lead the lives of those native-born to the light. For the fruit, the effect, the product of the light or the Spirit consists in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. So he's picking up um, in the context that we just talked about last week, The entitlement of the episode was, What's That Smell? And it talks about how that our lives are a a sweet uh, smelling odor to God. And we're like Jesus. He offered himself as a sacrifice, as a sweet aroma up to God. And so we, just like children that imitate him, should do the same. And our lives should be... um, a sweet sacrifice to God. So he talks about the things that are not acceptable, and there should be not even a hint of that odor when it comes to certain sins, which is fornication and covetousness and all kinds of um, unclean behavior that is um, corruptive, things that are... um, of the world and of sexual immorality so he's he's uh, in the context he starts off by saying let no one deceive you with empty words for because of these things the wrath of god comes upon the sons of disobedience it means don't let anyone deceive you with empty words that excuses these kinds of sins and makes you think that you are a child that's walking with God because you won't be partaker in the kingdom of God. He makes that clear. I didn't say it. (laughs) The Word of God says it. And in these um, days when there's such watering down of the truth through what is uh, claims to be true ministry, we have to be very careful that we're not deceived with empty excuses, that we can uh, have a lifestyle that is ungodly, that is practicing sex outside of marriage between a man and a woman that are married. 
We have to be careful that we aren't walking in a covetous life where we are filled up with greed and we just want what other people have and we're always jealous of everything that others have. That is a life that is consumed with the things that are a a putrid aroma to God. So we have to be careful. And we want to be um, aware that there are people that will try to teach false teachings to get in favor with you, to get you to be part of the group that that allows uh, all kinds of sin to exist while patting you on the back and telling you that you're on your way to heaven. When he makes it clear, Paul is saying, no one will inherit the kingdom of God that practices this lifestyle. So once again, I want to just bring that context back to us and say, he's picking up and saying, okay, don't be deceived about these things. Don't let that strong delusion come upon you, lest you think that you can live in adultery or fornication. You can shack up with someone and still go to church on Sunday and and be right with God. This is what he's warning about. Be careful about this. So Paul looks ahead and he sees the situation that that the Ephesians are going to face, and he's warning them There's going to be some teachers that are kind of come up and they're going to try to justify these kinds of sins and tell you that you can do them and inherit the kingdom of God. But that's not true. And he says, don't let anybody deceive you. It's clear that a person can be deceived into believing that some who defy God's standards of purity and morality do not have an inheritance in Christ's kingdom. We have to be careful. We can't defy God's standards. It says, you know, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. That's not talking about, you know, uh, people that haven't ever called themselves a child of God. It's talking about people that have called themselves children of God. Sons of disobedience is people that are saying they're, you know, part of God's uh, family, and yet they're living in disobedience. And the wrath of God is going to be poured out on those. So we have to be aware of this. We can't walk with blinders on. Verse 7, therefore, don't be partakers with them. Don't don't allow yourself to um, indulge in such sinful behavior. Don't, don't be a partaker. Don't be deceived along with them. Don't go along with that crowd. For you were once darkness, he says in verse 8. But now you are light. We we see a definite contrast between the past and the present. You were once this is what you once were, but no more. You've you've severed ties with that past life. So let's remember what we came out of. Not ever let us go back into it. These believers in Ephesians had been delivered from their spiritual darkness, and they were not to be content with living in some ambiguous twilight, probably much of this, uh, these section of verses and is based upon Jesus' statement about himself in John 8 and 12. And his followers, look up Matthew 5 and 14, about being the light of the world. You know, just as the rays of the sun help keep the plants and the flowers to grow, so the light of the Lord should bring life in, into our lives. And the qualities that are mentioned in this verse show us 
how God is a good God. And in the ultimate sense of the word, his goodness is is pure and perfect. And he allows uh, that righteousness to just exude in everything that he uh, touches. And every part of that light that shines, it shines in us and through us. The, the Bible makes it clear that that Jesus is the personification of truth. John 14, 6. And the Bible is the written expression of that truth. It's John 17, 7, 17, 17. You can look that one, those up and learn more about that. I just want to say that being the light is not just something that you do, but it's something you are, something you become. It's, it's Him, the Holy Spirit, in you, living in you. He is the light. And when He is allowed to reign in our hearts and flow through us, then that light just exudes from us. And you and I, we become the light of the world. Jesus is in us now. He came and he was the light of the world. And then he ascended after his resurrection. And now he lives in us through the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, you don't just turn the switch on and off for what day of week it is. Say, you know, you don't just turn the switch on for Sundays, but live every other day of the week with the light off. That's not how it works. We're children of light. And you live every day just shining, making obvious whatever is around you. Think about it. When you turn the light on in a room, the the light exposes what is in the room. So you can see how to walk through the room and to avoid the obstacles that might trip you up. It keeps you safe. Well, think about that. Light influences. It exposes. It shines. And it exposes whatever is around it, whether it's good or evil. It's going to expose that. That's what the Holy Spirit in us. And you may never even speak a word to someone that may be living a sinful lifestyle. But your presence, you, the Holy Spirit in you, just being there, can actually be a light that speaks to their spirit and exposes the sin. You may end up speaking a lot of words. And the Holy Spirit may flow through your mouth with words, but there are times when He may flow through you just by the presence and the attitude and the life that is in you, the sacrificial life that's offered up to God, that has an attitude of praise, thanksgiving, that is practicing the love of God, walking in love. That kind of person can have influence even without words. Just think about that as you go through your day. God has put a light in you, the light of the, through the Holy Spirit, and you have power to control the wattage. 
Have you ever seen a light that's just flickering, about to go out? We don't want to be that kind of light. We want to be a light that is a constant shine, not just a a, a trickling flicker of light, but a constant shine. And we all, you know, have weaknesses and failures, and we're not going to be perfect in this. But as we learn, as we grow, we can yield more and more to the work of the Holy Spirit and rest in that light of His love and His presence and just ask Him, you know, to to help us in those moments when we feel like we're struggling being an influence or just loving someone. We can pray in our spirit and yield it over to God and say, Jesus, love through me. Help me to love. You know, when you're dealing with a situation when someone is maybe rubbing you the wrong way or they're just, um, you know, being who they are. You know, if they're if they're not a Christian, you know, they're just being a sinner and maybe behaving in ways that sinners behave. That is the moment, instead of becoming angry or agitated because you see the sin that's there, that is an opportunity for the love of God to flow out of you and for you to exemplify the answer to them. And you don't have to be overbearing, but you can just simply shine. Just be. Just It's a state of being. It's just being someone who is in Christ and Christ in you. It's such a beautiful um, picture that he's painted for us through this scripture because you are children of light. And when he is in control, he can't help but shine. You know, we can turn the wattage up by just surrendering. You know, John the Baptist made the statement, he must increase and I must decrease. He was saying, you know, I have to go into the background and Jesus has to shine because he is the answer. The same is true with our own um, dealing with our own flesh. We must crucify the old man and let Jesus live in us. And it's the answer to turning up the wattage. It's the level of our surrender. How much of what you and I do and say is acting up on our own will. Are we walking in love? You know, we can just ask the Lord in in without even speaking a word out loud when we're dealing with situations, just say, Jesus, love through me. Help me to exude the love of Christ. That is the answer to this lost and dying world. It's not about your works and and your um, flexing of your own ways and means. It's about following the Holy Spirit and letting Him be in control and resting in Him in those moments when we are faced with the the uh, darkness that that's there. But you know, when light stands next to darkness, light always wins. It always overtakes the darkness. Now, that person may not surrender their heart in that moment, but your influence is more powerful than you believe and know sometimes. 
your influence through the work of the Holy Spirit can reach further than you can ever imagine. Don't underestimate the power of God. Don't underestimate the power of that light that's shining through you. We don't have natural ability to love like God does, but with God, all things are possible. And that light and that love can shine through us in ways that we never even imagined. God enforces our choice. I say that a lot because it's so true that I've learned that. And I've learned it through um, my husband's teaching. And he's learned it from his mentors. You know, that God enforces what we choose When we choose to be obedient to his word, he brings the grace and the empowerment to follow through with being kind, being loving in hostile situations. You know, um, that last verse says the fruit or the effect, the product of the light or the spirit consists in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. In the Amplified, it reads like that. That's Ephesians 5, verse 9. So the effect that we have around us of the, of the Spirit of God or the light of God in, in us is, is going to make us have kindly goodness uprightness of heart that means integrity we're going to do what's right even when no one is looking and we're going to have trueness of life jesus is the way the truth and the life over and over again we learn that the word of god is the truth of god and jesus is the truth so these characteristics shine forth automatically because he the holy spirit is the one who lives in us. It's not about us making it happen. It's about us surrendering to the one who can love through us. I hope this podcast has encouraged you today. God bless you.